All right, dude. I'm ready. <clears throat> Let's do it. Okay. Okay. We're going to have a movie on Milan. Oh, my God, dude. We're, it's like the penultimate week before the actual week of Game Week 1 right here. The first real week. Wait, you're muted. You're muted. Did you hit your thing on the mic? Yes. Give me a give me a this Walsh. <laughs> Wait, hang on. That's <laughs> good. It's good. Nice, nice, nice. All this right, Walsh. let's let's just start over again. All right. Because <laughs> I didn't realize the tabs didn't even go, so let me go again. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash fml fpl. This Walsh. Two OKs in, in 10 seconds. I'm sweating already. <laughs> yeah, this Walsh was muted for a moment, but we're back. But we're back. We just it's- restart. It's better to know, to find out I muted my mic like an absolute monsoon immediately Tw- rather than an hour in. So. Yeah, exactly. Way better situation there. So good job by you. Um, okay. We're right before Game Week 1. I mean, this is the week before the first week, really. So also known as two weeks before. Also known as two weeks before. There's probably yeah. some English phrase for There's this. a German word for this, definitely. A hundred percent. We know that. <laughs> the week before the week. It's just it's just like week week is probably however you say week in German. Oh man, dude. I'm fucking tired. It's ninety-five degrees here. I'm potting four fucking times this week, by the way. I have this pod. I'm going on Wonder Goal tomorrow. I'm going on Above Average FPL on Wednesday. And then I'm fireside chatting with FPL Salah on Thursday. We'll be Good. back on Monday with our like game week one pod. And then again on, we haven't really decided Wednesday or Thursday. One of the two. Yeah. Right before the game week actually starts, with so just you know, panic, good. change, all, change working, all of our good lazy picks. bitch, <laughs> change, swap out all our good picks pod for all bad picks pod, and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, beginning of the it's end. It's fun. Potting's fun, so that's all good shit. Good job yeah. by you. Good news for Patreon people: the Mug League is up and running. Um, so basically, the way it works is for Patreon subscribers, you just fill out this Google form. It takes less than 10 seconds with your team ID and just your email address. So I can just make sure that you're a fucking Patreon so we get no scums trying to scam a mug. And then once you're done with the form, it'll show the lead code for the private mug league on the FPL site. And you just join that. And good job by you. Okay. Um, Great. All right, dude. Budget pod. And wait, how does the Mug League work? We should just say that because oh, we have true. people that don't know what it is. True. Yeah. It just points every month, three winners for that month. Most FBL points that month, deduct- hits are deducted, um, wins a mug. So there's a first place mug, a second place mug, third place mug. There it is. And if you get a tie, you get a mug. And if you get a tie, you get a mug. Okay. So if everyone just really wanted to scam us and just went all zero pointers, we would just send out hundreds of tied for first place mugs and we would just be we would just that would reti- take, retire the pod right there we would, that would take quite a quite a feat of coordination but. Be a big, it's like the GameStop shit there'd be like yeah, just exactly. scamming the market right there
<laughs> All right, so Bry said, before we begin, when Alexander saw the breadth of his, breadth of his domain, he wept, for there are no more worlds to conquer. Similarly, with so much preseason information available, there are no unknown soups to unearth anymore. Does this negatively impact your enjoyment of the game, or could we see it as a positive to just stop trying to save point five by picking an outsider when it's usually not not necessary? And that's what this pod is basically all about. So we don't need a pod? We just need to cry? My answer is that... <laughs> is that what the prize is instructing us? My answer is there's always more soups. There's the always kitchen. soup that people don't look at. And value yes. justified. Yes. And yes. even the soups that we think are, quote-unquote, everybody owns, maybe aren't owned enough. So, we'll get there, too. There you go. Okay, so let's start at the back, like we've done every pod so far. Keepers, four, five, and under. Where do you want to begin here? I mean, I, I just don't love this spot, really. This I know. My it feels thing. worse than usual. Yeah. I know, you know, Raya and Bob the Monster Sanchez are in a lot of teams. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, my my main thing with Raya and Brentham, generally speaking, is I'm nervous that they're going to be doing the 4-3-3, 3-5-2, like switching based on opposition. So I don't like that from a clean sheet perspective this season. I also really only see one fixture where I'm like, that's a really good clean sheet fixture in their first eight nine like home everton is objectively a very good clean sheet fixture the other ones that are like good quote-unquote are all aways and brenham's way worse away at fulham at palace at southampton the other fixtures around that are at leicester home man united home leads i still don't think is a good clean sheet fixture so you know yeah he's in you know fucking 11.2 percent of teams which is a lot and bob's in 14.1 percent of teams and i'm kind of with you i'm kind of just like ah, i don't know yeah. Yeah. And with Bob too is, you know, they just, they're fine, but he's not very good in terms of bonus points and saves. So, you know, I don't really see him like last year, he got 11 cleans, 125 point, 126 points. I probably expect him to be right around that point yeah. total again. And what you should be looking for here, I think is who's going to be the 150 point. I, it's hard for me to imagine Bob. Bob Monster getting to that height. And it's also, like you said, the fixtures for them opening are not good from clean sheet perspective at Man United, home Newcastle, at West Ham, home Leeds, at Fulham, home Leicester. We're going to be wild carding early. So if you are going to throw a four or five goalie in there, I think you want to put a little bit more weight on the fixtures yeah, than the player and the team early on because they're all kind of bad. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I think what you said is, is important in two ways because he is pretty consistent right like they have a good manager they have a way of playing he's probably going to be around where he was which is nice it's safe and also another thing to remember is that like 120 is not like great but you know it's 20 30 points that less than like ederson (laughs) so is it you know is it worth a million is a million worth you know the course of a season 20 to 30 points not sure, you know, like it's totally fine to just go for a four or five. I still think there's value there. There's just not a lot of upside. And, you know, that's that leads to we had two questions on Meslier, which is like you know, pretty rogue feeling. But Kev said Meslier and Leeds four O keeper. Is this the answer? Walsh, tell me that Johnson's nail. They would make everything so much easier. And then Josh said, why are so many people putting Meslier between the sticks? Do you think save points outscore the goals conceded to make the Frenchman viable? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know where the so many people comment is he's in 3% of teams, but yeah, I, guess it's I just think the, it's, yeah. it's you're trying to just spike those early fixtures. You know, I mean, he has what the other four or fives don't. I mean, even the promoted... Listen, right? I fucking started with Backmania last year. Let's I go. <laughs> I love a promoted keeper. And, you know, the fixtures don't look good for any of the three promoted sides, yeah, really, really, to bad. look there. I, I honestly, I feel like anyone that just has Mesley is just looking around at this four or five bracket. Like, these are this is the only team, really, where the fixtures look somewhat reasonable. I, yep. think, I think it's a terrible pick, though. I have him as of now. But, you know, as of now is basically meaningless because you yeah. know, we're still, you know, two weeks out. But, you know, I just think that, like you said, I mean, I'm just it's a fixture play and it's the thing that no other Foro has so far as we know as of now is that he is a god on bones absolute monster on bones he hits the pass completion they play out the back he's really good at passing he is aggressive like you know sweeper keeper style that stuff's all really good on bones so like he has what bob doesn't have whereas if he keeps it clean it can easily be a nine pointer which you know like mendy doesn't have that bob sanchez doesn't have that whatever so if you if there was ever a time to punt on him, it's the early fixtures. There are really a lot of really good clean sheet fixtures in there. So you just need him to hit like two <laughs> and you're like pretty good. The question is, will they hit I don't two? Think that's <laughs> reasonable. Yeah, I don't yeah, I just don't that, think that's reasonable to expect two clean sheets from the first six. Yeah, eight, it's just you know? it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, so that's um, and it's it's also just such a everything with leads, and we'll talk about leads probably a lot this episode, is just such a leap of faith because we really like don't know that much about how they're going to play, no, I feel we, like. We know almost nothing. We almost nothing. They have a lot of turnover. Marsh just had to do anything well, at we, all costs to try and pick up points. Yeah. So, Well, I think we have a good idea of how they're going to play. We just don't know how good slash bad that's going right, to look. Right, right, right. But what we do know about Meslier is, you know, he can't catch a corner if his life depended on it. <laughs> and they, the team kept five clean sheets last year. And... You know, I just That's don't think it's it's not a lot. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to keep that few, given how many games are played. You know, but yeah, I just I think that this bracket is just terrible, and you know, I would be a lot happier if any of the other teams had just like a good you know four out of six good fixtures to start with to just punt right. and then figure right. it out after we have some information. But you know, I think. When you look at the five million goalies, I mean, I think that's a good point five to find to start off with. Cause yeah, it's a low point potential output. But, you know, if you do spike a few of those clean sheets in the first six, you know, you could be, you know, 15 or 20 points to the good. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. It's a, you know, when you wild card and you do maybe go back to a four or five, yeah, that was, you, you that reassess was, it, you know, that was hem dog's question. He said, I'm seeing a lot of talk of getting Ederson and then downgrading the pick to the four or five once one of them emerges due to the early wild card. And I think that makes a lot of sense. Like uh, yeah. this year, more than other years, I think starting with a five, five or a five and then, and then, you know, figuring it out, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, this is the budget podcast, but I think the, comment about Ederson is good because I know when we did the premium, you know, it was sort of like big branding, like Ederson's bad compared to the other five fives. But if you're doing this, you know, we're wildcarding, we're not picking this player for 38 game weeks. You know, if you do hit a few clean sheets early on, cause city do have that really good run and you don't know where you want to go with your other third city spot and you want three, you know, I mean, then that, you know, I think it's Makes probably, sense. yeah, it's a little bit better to do that than maybe, you know, waiting you know, looking at it like it's a 38 game we play because then Ederson does sort of make more sense. Right? Yeah, and that just has like a lot of, 
I have that problem a lot where I always think sort of long term, right? I'm like, yeah. you know, even the way we were talking about Bob, yeah, he's going to be 120. Like, that doesn't matter. <laughs> like, we're not yeah. having him for more than five or six game weeks. So, right. like, throw that shit out the window and just focus really hard on those five or six is really what yeah. we need to do. Yeah. All right. I mean, yeah, again, to me, this bracket, you know, I don't really want to spend time talking about like Travers or like whatever, because I think no. that'll happen as the season progresses. If, if a four or five guy looks good and the, and the fixtures yeah. turn a little, like maybe there's a Rodak moment or whatever. Yeah. But initially, I, it just looks like such a bad pool of players to me. The four like five I, goalies. I think Hendo is interesting, but like, again, you know, fixtures, whatever, like, let me just see it before we go, and that's a guy you may be wildcard into, like we said. What about Palace, though? I mean, I would kill for Johnston to be nailed, but there's n- there's nothing there, right? It's quite to for now, and then TBD. Yeah, absolutely, it is. Yeah, and okay. you know, even if it was Johnstone nailed, I mean, this that would be the, the most suspect fixtures. start. Yeah, with Arsenal, Liverpool, Villa, City, first four is just like, what are you doing there? You're right. just you're, you're right. hoping for like nine points total. Right. So I think it's gonna work itself out as the as we get more information. But initially, yeah, I mean, my expectation is that Guaita is gonna just play all the league games except for you know five or six that he's injured for because he gets injured all the time and johnson's off an injury too i don't think he's even 100 percent yet so it's yeah. what it is um all right yeah let's go let's go but to speaking defenders. Of, that is that's the spot right i mean that's the four or five goalie that is really going to be an interest is on palace because palace of the four or five goalie teams i mean we're really the only one that's got an option there that is legitimately good, like a good team with a good defense. All of the a, other ones, yeah. yeah. I was just going to say that's a good segue because all Palace's defenders are four fives, and again, horrific fixtures. We're not starting with them probably, but you know, Warren said fixtures put most of us off Palace. Do any of their four fives separate from the pack? A question probably for later for first wildcard teams, but I'm curious for Walsh's take. I mean, they're all. I feel like they're all good. <laughs> like they're all good picks. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and it's also interesting. We bought that kid, Chris Richards, from yeah. uh, from Bayern for like yeah. twenty mil, uh, escalating yeah, to twenty crazy. mil or something, a lot of money. So yeah. they're talking about Vieira maybe starting to dabble a little bit with the three at the back system. Which, if that happens, That's you know, scary. putting yeah, I mean, putting Mitchell at, Mitchell at wing back. I just said Mitchell, yeah, Mitchell at <laughs> wing back would make him interesting. I suspect we would play, you know, one of our midfielders at right wing back. If we did do that, we probably wouldn't do Kleiner Ward, maybe like Elise or something like that. But I think that would make Mitchell really interesting if that happens. But otherwise, if we're, you know, back in the four back, it's just Gahey and Anderson are still both like kind of rock solid picks. They're just, yeah. you know, Anderson's a little bit more bonus points last year. And, you know, he had some assists. He didn't score any goals. I mean, Gahey's certainly not like, very good last year anyway from watching us play really like looks very good on set pieces like he's fine i guess but yeah yeah i i don't know i, I feel like and you know same with mitchell i mean he, it's not like he got a lot of returns last year he had two assists he's like very defense first even though he did get into the final third a little bit i don't i think it's just one of those where you want to rotate for the six pointers but don't expect more than that yeah but it's still good good when our fixtures are good or good in a rotation like definitely good yeah picks, i mean you, you know you, we get these guys in game week five <clears throat> yeah. Home Brenham, away Newcastle, home Man United, away Brighton. You know, three out of four really good. You know, and then yeah. you know, kind of on and off again. But yeah, rotational Palace really good. But for now, unfortunately, not worth talking about. Yeah. Um, what should we do here? Should we just go like alphabetical, team by team, or something like that? 
I mean, every team basically has four fives except for like. Yeah, I mean, the best. I don't want to spend you know forty minutes talking about the defenders, me but me, I mean, maybe we can just pick out some names that we like more than others. Yeah, we. I I feel like if we just jump around team to team, we can either just skip or like shout out one guy, or if yeah, there's something interesting to good. talk about. So, I mean, our, starting with Arsenal, or Hizzle said, who's the best four or five to get from Arsenal defense? I think getting Zinchenko is really important because they actually have a left back now. They from a team person, not FPL wise. I mean, he might be. He honestly <laughs> yeah. might be. You know, like. There was a above average did their like bonus points pod and they made the comment of well everyone on City is a god on baseline bones so we don't really know yeah. how that translates when right. they go to another team but there's a chance he's just like getting three bones every time they keep it clean so we got to monitor that but yeah from a clean sheet perspective not having Tavares or you know Shaka at left back is going to be really good um, so I yep. still think White is just really good. Yeah, and they're talking up Saliba a lot right now yeah. in preseason. He's apparently looking really good. I mean, he's still really young. He's 21. So him playing like 4,000 minutes across all comps is not going to happen. But, you know, I think if anything with Arsenal defense, it comes back to what we were talking about a couple pods ago, that the fullback's out, stay away. I mean, now we just don't have to worry about that because yeah, Zinchenko, exactly. yeah, right, Zinchenko and White at fullback is better than Tomiyasu and, and Tierney from a defensive standpoint, probably. So, yeah, I mean, I think definitely back on the menu. And whether White's playing right back, if he deputizes in midfield sometimes, if he goes back to center back, yeah. really solid, I think, agree, four or five option on, on from Arsenal, for sure. I still think White's, you know, just a very steady pick. Yeah, and I feel like not many people are going there. I don't know. Is everyone still on, like, Tommy? Yeah, I guess Tommy's still 12% owned. But, you know, it, White's only 8% owned. They have... At Palace isn't great. Home Leicester isn't great. But then at Bournemouth, home Fulham, home Villa, at United, home Everton, at Brentham. You know, like there's a bunch of good fixtures in there. That's the reason we're all on Jesus, right? Part of yeah. it. So I think they're being overlooked a bit. Yeah. I think if you're in the four or five defender shopping market, he should be like in the top three, top I five agree. names. I agree. And, uh, yeah. So that, and you know, you just have to make that call. But yeah, definitely a good pick, I think. Anyone on Villa that you're interested in? I mean, well, I mean, you you yeah. got to look at the yeah. I mean, there's only one option here. It's it's going to be either Mings or Kansa, whoever's yeah. going to be playing that spot. I mean, if either of them nails it down, it's yeah, probably it's a good. good pick. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's a yeah. really good pick because we're not expecting. I mean, they didn't price these defender the defense at four or five. They priced them at five. So I mean, you know, you're getting sure a cheap route Mings. in. It looks like it from the preseason lineups, yeah. anyway. Everyone, I mean, he's now, starting every game with the ones next to Diego Carlos. Diego Carlos yeah. at right back, Mings at, at oh, sorry, at right center back, Mings at left center back. So, yeah, yeah I mean, four five, good, good pick, just straight up. Good As pick. much of a piece of you know piece of human trash he is, <laughs> he's a good pick at four five. Like, there's just no way of looking around that. I mean, at Bournemouth, home Everton, at Palace, home West Ham, and then they have three tough ones, five, six, seven. You know, you, you don't want to rely too heavily on on him early on, but again, right, we're wildcarding early and shit, so they have a pretty okay opening three four. Could keep a couple cleans. Should definitely be in your in your thoughts at this bracket, I think. Yeah, and then again, we same as we talked about Emmy is like then game week eight, we wildcard him in home Southampton at Leeds at NFO home Chelsea at Fulham home Brentham at Newcastle. Bam, yeah. long yeah. long run of good long fixtures till November. So that's yeah. that's that um bournemouth i don't think we need to talk about no absolutely not brentford are yeah i think it's it's the same thing right where we just don't know what they're going to be what system they're going to be playing because i mean this is not a team that probably i mean they they should have been four or five and it's it's good they are four or five but 
and they do have a, a pretty good run, you know, opening up the season, but I'm just not convinced or sold in any way, shape or form that they're going to still play three, five, you know, three at the back against the bad teams. It looks like he wants to play more. And if that's happening, I just am so much less secure on the clean sheet perspectives. I just feel yeah. like they're going to concede more. And I also just me. expect them in general to just like be a little worse, right? Like yeah. they were expected to be 20th last season and then they surprised everyone and got off to this crazy start. And then they were bad for 20 game weeks or something and then they ended strong with Erickson in there and again like Raya I just don't really like their opening fixtures for clean so I'm just not considering them really yeah I mean to be fair though with them I have loved the business they've been doing this window though yeah. I mean I think me is a really good pickup for them just yep. to add another center back who's actually really good yep. the the Scottish kid Hickey looks like a good wing back coming yep. over from Italy seems like a spot they really need to upgrade they did they, really did. they got yeah. the kid from Hall Keen Lewis Potter who you know is really young you know really high upside on him it sounds like so they did do really good business yeah. um, to Lewis, improve on the deficiencies Lewis Potter makes me think it's a 4-3-3 because he's like a wide man yeah, so, and you know they have Wissa. You know he's he was playing more, and they you know with Boomo and Tony. I mean it does look that way, and you know it does make a to me in my head sense. Of, you know it makes sense to kind of switch yeah. back and forth in those formations as he was doing at the end of the season. Now that they really do have the personnel, they have a lot of center backs with with me in there. I mean once Iyer gets fit and Pinnock gets fit, they have they have good center backs. Yeah. So and and you know and Jansen. I mean one of those four is not playing in a back three, and that's a that's a really really good deep yeah. Yeah. top four center back that for is. any team in the division. Yeah. Like Man United would kill people for those four oh center God. backs to be their top four <laughs> center backs. You know, I mean that's that's kind of where they're at. So they do have the personnel there to you know to be be solid, but I'm just I'm just yeah, I don't know. I'm just not there yet. Yeah. Brighton on the other end, they have they have a ton of four fives and Kukurea at five, but he might not be there. Um Simon Monk said is Dunk an underpriced standout in this bracket with all right fixtures, guaranteed minutes, good set piece threat, or is there reason to believe that last season's low goal and assist totals will be repeated? And Warren said, if Cuckoo goes, are Brighton in a void after losing their two best players? They survive losing Ben White, fine, but this feels like too many guys to replace. That is something that is a bit concerning, but it's also something that like I have no idea how to quantify, right? Like they lose Ben White, who's their by far best defender, and they don't miss a beat at all. Like I don't, forgot he even played. They also there. ship burnout. He was playing a lot of minutes for them. Yep, they also ship burnout and you know just kept being fine. Um, so I, I don't know what to make of it. They, well, like yeah. yeah. To me, I think that question is more, you know, how much do you believe in Potter and the system? Because, you know, they've kind of, since Potter's been there, not had, like, great players or, like, individual players who are like, wow, this guy's fucking sick. Like, he just has these random fucks who kind of, he rotates around and they just do dumb Brighton shit and they (laughs) score two to one sometimes and they in the mid table whatever yeah, yeah. they do whatever they do I, I still don't really know what they do but you know i mean i think you know if caicedo is going to come in for the basuma role i mean they definitely need to add some bodies in defense because they have like no defenders right now but i think that they're just going to be fine i think they're Me just going to continue to be what they have been before and yeah. you know i mean dunk it would it would have been stupid to put dunk at five million he would have been in no teams like he shouldn't probably have been five million last year either i mean you know he's spiking these returns with five or six goal involvements in 1920 and 2021 you know hitting 130 but you know the team keeps around 10 cleans a year and that's you know it's fine they're not 
you know, an elite team. They're, they're not great. They're not going to come in and keep 16 or something where it really is going to make a mockery of a four or five tag. I think you still just look at Brighton like you would look at, you know, any of the other four or five teams where you want to rotate them, right? Like rotate them in, in the bad fixtures. And, you know, you just hope that that works out for you. But, you know, they're, they're, they're fine picks though. They're a good yeah, team. I mean, I think they're good. I, and I, basically the, short answer to what you said is i think we both believe in potter because he's just been doing it with these shit houses so i i think he can continue to do it and and regarding simple monk's question i mean dunk's shots were not really down his xg wasn't really down it just seems like you know center center back goals are just kind of like random it's like they don't get that many opportunities they just have to kind of score the ones they get i i don't see anything obviously that's like he should have scored four less goals than the year before. I think, I think he is a good pick, and I think you know he's he's gonna score some goals, like two to three or something like that. Is probably where he he should sit. Yeah, I mean, good pick. That, that he was one of the guys when the game first opened up, where I was like, wow, Dunk is four five. That's really yeah. good. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I agree with all that. Yeah. Good pick. Good pick. Um. So what's what next? do you think about Lamptey? I mean, I'm in love with too him, annoying. but yeah, he's just the, just too annoying. the five subs yeah, with Lamptey, like, yeah. I feel like he's never going to play over like 30 minutes, <laughs> whether he starts 30 minutes yeah. and subs off or just subs on for the last 30 minutes. And he's, he's incredible. He's so good, but I just, I it's going to be the, more of the same. You think with him just missing random games, niggles, whatever. I mean, maybe it's the type of thing where like when he's fit, if he's fit right now, which I don't even know, has he been playing? Like, maybe that's the type of thing that we should just be like, well, we should get him now because he's fit. Yeah, because he's fit. Yeah. And he's amazing when he plays. Yeah, because that's the one, right? With four or five defenders, I'm always thinking of, well, these are rotational picks. Like, these are not players I yeah. want to start in tough games. But the thing that breaks that is sort of like Lamptey, where you have a team that does sometimes keep cleans against the top yeah. six, which yeah. Brighton does, and he has legitimate attacking threat. So... You know, I mean, Lamptey is still interesting to me, but yeah, I, I mean, we talk also about, you know, they're all fit game week one, more or less, right? So that yeah. is a time to not vet, like, not think about this because, yeah, he's injury prone, but he's not injured right now. So, you know, that's why we get a transfer every week, right? Kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I like I mean, that actually. I, if he is fit, you know, I mean, choosing him over Dunk kind of makes sense to me, game week one. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I didn't even like, I see his name and it just goes over my head. It's like a, a past lover. I'm just like, ah, oh, yeah. man, but is that the one that got away? But I mean, he started two days ago in the preseason with the ones in the first half, got an assist, subbed off in the second half for the, for the backups. Like, yeah. what more do you need from that? I mean, they, they still have another friend. I mean, it's kind of nice doing this pod now because every team basically has another big final friendly and the, and the fucking, uh, what's it called? Community shield by the time yeah. we pot on, on Monday. So we'll kind of see, I think everyone will basically start with this is our starting 11 in the first half or something like that. Yeah. So we'll see, but yeah, I mean, I, I actually love that shot. I hadn't really considered okay. lamped. Yeah. Lamped interesting one. Oh, so we touched on palace, you know, yeah. good picks there. Everton. Yeah. I don't know. Do we, do, can we skip Everton? Oh, oh actually, well, let's well, talk about Patterson. Patterson. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Patterson's, Definitely interesting. I yeah. mean, four million and Coleman's just not fit and old. Yeah, Terp said it seems like Patterson's going to play the first few weeks due to Coleman being injured. I see Baby Williams linked to Brighton. If City by Kukurea, what do you think about rotating Nico, Baby, and Patterson for one spot and one bench? They're all four zero every season, dude. 
like a, a week or two weeks before game week one. It's like, oh, can we like triple four zero defense? Like, yeah. and it's great. I love it. There's always suits it's to be on earth, bro. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Patterson. I mean, Frank's sending really good messages about him. Apparently, he's like looking really good, and you know, he's getting assists and stuff. And you know, I always think about. Um, the Justin year when like I got yeah. rid because you know blah blah blah, blah is fit and whatever the fuck and he just kept playing and getting points yeah and like yeah Coleman might just play the, you know Patterson might just play the first two or three weeks and Coleman comes back but also Coleman's fucking old and not that good anymore and Patterson might just play the first twenty weeks so like yeah, yeah I mean it's, it's probably good. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't cheap. They spent a good amount of money on him yeah. last year, and yeah. he just got injured, you know, as towards the end of the year. And he, Frank, also um, threw three out the back, you know, out yeah. last game. I mean, if they're doing any of that, you're you're looking at Patterson at wing back. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely where obviously Everton as a defense, you know, keeping clean sheets with Franklin and his system is not something that we're going to really expect. Yeah, it's just not something that you're going to really expect. But if you're if you're playing four million for the pick you know, what that enables you elsewhere, you know, that's just, I mean, he's just a good pick. Like next to Nico, he's definitely solid. But, you know, if you ever start him, you expect a blank, even in good fixtures. The thing that I want to say regarding that, that we don't know is, I mean, I think me and you have the same guess, but what we don't know is that like, was everything that Frank kind of did at the very end of the season with Everton just because that was the best way to get like one point and stay up? Or did he turn a corner a la Eddie Howe and be like, no, I don't have to concede two goals every game to play my style of football. Like I don't, I honestly don't know that. Um, yeah, that's fair. So, you know, they might not be that bad of a clean sheet team if they continue the form from the last like, month or two months of the last season. So, you know, they paid, like you said, they paid like 15 mil or something like that for him from Rangers. You know, he's supposed to be good. He's doing well in preseason. It's a good yeah. pay. Yeah, I mean, my more concern about that is just looking at the team and the names of, that are available, and it's just not good. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just yeah. not a good, the midfield is a mess. You know, I mean, the midfield is an absolute mess. They don't have a single I didn't know they good, had one. They don't have a single good DM on the team. So, you know, I, I, that coupled with like, it's, I mean, this isn't Big Fat Sam here we're talking about. Like, I just, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm just a No, bit, it's but, a leap of faith to go yeah. there, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, again, another guy who's fit until he's not fit is Mina. And he makes their defense a lot better when he plays, like just yeah, statistically a lot. That's true. And he's going to start until he's not until fit, he's which is soon, yeah. but, you know, not now, yeah. so. Yeah, true, true. Good. Patterson, just straight-up good pick. Mikalenko, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I, don't whatever. I mean, I, I don't think you're you're picking him over some of these other names. It's just Definitely the, not the, over Patterson. Well, no, for sure. That I'm just saying yeah. the other four or fives. Like, I don't yeah, know yeah. what you have to be, unless if you're just an Everton ultra and you want to pick, pick Everton players. Yeah, I'm sure I don't Foldy know how has you, him in. Yeah. At least right now. I mean, look, they could be playing wing backs all year and it's like, holy shit, he's great at left wing back. And then I could yeah. see that happening. Yeah. But right now, you know, we just don't, we don't have any of that. So, you know, Fulham will skip over leads. I think we skip over. Let's, let's talk about our buddy Justin. He's over here at four or five. I mean, the whole fucking team is four or five except for the goalkeeper, <laughs> yeah, which is unfortunate. <laughs> but, uh, you know, what do you see out of Leicester defense here? Do you, do you have a, cause I, my, my biggest issue is, do you have a sense of who's going to be playing other than Fafana? Who's going to be playing? I was going to say basically the same thing. I think. Okay. That, you know, when Evans plays, they're solid. They keep decent, decent cleans. You can, you can rotate them in. You know, they have like good, 
rotational fixtures. They're home Brentham. You start them away RS, you bench them. Home Southampton, you start them away Chelsea, you bench them. Like that, that's nice. But yeah, I'm not really sure. I would need to like look back at their preseason maybe to see, you know, who it seems like is first choice. But I don't know. The Brage loves to change it up on us. They're not in Europe though, so maybe it'll be more steady this season. But, um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not really sure. You know, to be honest, I'm, not, I'm just not really sure. Because I mean, between Justin Ricard, Pereira and and Castagna, they can't all play. Yeah, I mean, unless if Justin's like playing right sided center back, if they play they, three at the back, they're they played like a split team, two friendlies, two days ago, and one of them it was Soy, Amarte, Vesti, Castagna. So that's the bad team. <laughs> the other team was Justin, Fafana, Evans, and Pereira. That's the yeah. good team. That so should be. That should that, be it. And that's with Schmikes too. Yeah. So like that tells me that like okay, this is the better team. That's Sumare, Dewsbury Hall, Matto, Vardy, Barnes. That's the ones. So that you know, if Justin's starting regularly, that's that's good. You know, they're all what, pretty good. Well, what, why is Pereira like? Why is Pereira not the best pick here? Then Pereira probably is the best pick. I mean, he's the best okay. attacker. I mean, he was a six million defender like every year. Yeah, he's a, a he's a he's a very good attacking fullback. He just can't play. He's just not fit. But, Guess what? He's fit yeah, right now. He's fit right now. So <laughs> the yeah, of I the mean, pod. That, yeah, I mean that pick seems. I mean, like there's not a reasonable argument I could come up with right now, like to pick Justin over Pereira in my head. I agree. He's just. Other than his fitness, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, he also just missed like a season. But dude, the whole fucking Leicester team—the most points a defender got last year was seventy-five. That is hilarious. well because they split the minutes, right? I know, I, but I, even still, just that has that ever happened? Seventy-five being the most points—it's really, really like, low. Even like Norwich players had more than seventy-five points in their defense. I mean, the, the defender who got the most starts was Soy with twenty-eight. Ugh, that's like the rotational hell right there yeah but yeah i mean for like you said i mean he used to be six million he has 10 attacking returns in his locker yeah and good right. bones so yeah. i i think that's a really nice pick and yeah you know i still don't really trust their defense at all in the tough fixtures but they're yeah. pretty good you know they're they're yeah. solid when yeah when the guys are fit in the other one so yeah good pick Good pick. Fuck, dude. There's too many good picks. Yeah. All That's right. Man I'm United. Like. I mean, this is a stay away. Yeah. I mean, Hemdog said Discord's harboring some extremist views on Delo being a good pick. <laughs> yeah, Could you please cool, pour cold that. water on this dangerous <laughs> thinking? And yeah, I, 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 it's definitely a wait and see for me. He could yeah. be. I think he's a horrendous player. But he could be a good pick. We, I just like don't trust them game of one. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't like anything to do. I don't want anything to do with their defense. And Tenog could make them better, and he's just like well, that. That will happen. That's but that's not no. But defensively, do. but he could, yeah. you know. But LR's take even was like stay the fuck away from our defense. So that's that's all I need to know about that. Yeah. Um. You know, Newcastle have Byrne and Botman. Yeah, Botman, good pick. Yeah, I mean, steady. I mean, in like the Ben White mold, I think where you know you're not going to be hoping or expecting rather, you know, these big fifteen pointers. But you know, he's 
they have good players, they have a good squad, they have good defense, good stats, good everything. Botman, you know, bought for a ton of money, should just slot in there every game and just be a steady returner. Yeah. You know, I mean, if he's good on bones, he might, you know, jump up ahead. I'm sure he will order, be but, good on bones. And he, he has a good goal scoring record, you know, yeah. in the shitty ass leagues that he's coming from. So Yeah. Good pick. You know, I mean Fuck, man. How do we sort all of these good picks? Like, how do we choose which ones to actually start with? Because you look at Newcastle fixture, right? Another really good team to rotate. First five, they have three amazing clean sheet fixtures and two nightmares. And so you just, like, I think we do the thing often where we just look at, like, you know, when we we talk about, like, Trips versus, like, Reese or something like that, right? And we're like, yeah, but Trips has home, you know, Trips has at Liverpool and home city in the first five, but. No, he doesn't because we're just going to put Nico in or, you know, Patterson in for those games. That's, that's the real value of that spot. It's not like one player versus another player, right? So, yeah. It's the value of the start, whether or not it's that player or a different player. But yeah, you have to factor that into your calculus. But, you know, that's the same thing as if you are rotating, you know, sometimes we're not, right? If if he's your fifth defender, then it's something else. It is worth remembering though, because, right, you start two, four, fives or five, four, five and a four, oh, that's eight, five to nine million. The cheapest that you could pair with Reese is a total of ten million. It's a, right. him and a four zero. So right. you're saving a million if you like the clean sheet outlook in your rotation. Like it, it's not so bad. Yeah. Um, NFO. I mean, it's it's really just Nico or Bust, right? Yeah, I mean Nico. I don't think we need to spend too much time on him, but you know, he's such a clearly clearly a great pick. I mean, what he has that. Right. Patterson doesn't, even if you're like, okay, well, NFO coming up, at least Everton are like a Premier League team. You know, maybe you could tell, you could tell me that they're going to be better defensively, Everton, but we know Nico is so attacking and we know that this position in Cooper's team is so attacking. So yeah, Nico is just by a lot like the best four million pick in the game. He's in 24% of teams at the time of this recording. As he should where be. is where he should be. You know, I mean, he's just a really solid pick. Whether or not you start him though is maybe more a question. I mean, how do you view that? I mean, I think it's very reasonable to start him for the first three. I wouldn't start him in the bad fixtures because his a lot. Holy shit! Did you hear that? Full thunder, massive thunderstorm. Wow, that was insane. The humidity, baby. Yeah, yeah, that was insane. Oh, true. Need that. But yeah, I think very, very reasonable to start him in. Like you know, if you look at the first eight, I would start him in six out of those eight, and I think that's totally fine. How many cleans they're going to keep? Very hard to say. I mean, they play a defensive style. They definitely play like a 5-3-2. Like, it should be pretty far back. And he's going to be really pushed up. Get a couple cheeky assists. Like, he might even be on corners. Don't really know yet. Um, Yeah, I think think he's very startable. Very startable is my answer to that. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm much more hesitant to start him, at least initially, just because... Just because he's four million and he's playing doesn't mean he's gonna get points. So totally. you still need to make that you know money go far in in other spots. Like I just like I said earlier, right? I still would expect him to blank every game, <laughs> like even in the good fixtures kind of. You, you know, and yeah. that's that's a tricky spot. You know, and it I think it just is what does what is this really unlocking in your team, and is that combination going to be better than you know just getting right a five million guy like. Romero or whatever, like someone who's yeah, just going to be like yeah. fine, like getting me points and shit. I don't know about that, but I think initially, you know, yeah, you could you could try it because it might just be huge brain. Yeah, I mean, I feel like 
Livermento is not an unreasonable reach for a comparison. Sure. Like, you know, they, they are not a good defensive team, Southampton. We didn't really expect cleans, but, you know, he's eye test incredible and, like, you know, a really, really attacking 4-0. And, you know, for that first half of the season, he was a god. Yeah, was there was scoring. a good, like, two months where he was a good start for a lot for that period. Yeah, and I just expect Nico to be really, really far forward. You know, him and Richards are going to be, like, the outlets every single time. Get the ball in, like, tons of crosses, probably corners. I mean, he'll just hopefully yeah, get okay. some cheap assists, you know? So that, yeah. that's all we want, really, is just some yep. rando assists. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So Nico, good pick. Um, yeah. Southampton, we skipped them. Their fixtures are so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Spurs, West Ham. I mean, West, West Ham, Ham has I a think four is kind of interesting. Yeah. They have some four or five guys. I mean, Zuma's down at four or five. Zuma and the right, whoever plays right back. Yeah. Well, that, but that might be an issue. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But Zuma's playing might, like all the preseason games. Again, it's horrible, obviously, that they start with Man City, but, you know, next three are good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're, they have the good. Thursday thing. I mean, it's long term is is sketchy, but yeah, they they could be could be a good option. I mean, basically, we're and then Wolves have like eight Nuri's good. We don't know what formation they're going to play or what they're up to. I mean, he's been trialing different things. It seemed actually, I actually like some of the Wolves picks because they have really they have really good fixtures. And yeah, I talk to this guy Svenny all the time. He's a huge Wolves fan, friend of the pod, and he just said it's like. I mean, Tomato's still fucked. We have no idea on his status. So it's basically Johnny and Ain't Nori, and then every preseason game has been Kilman and Collins in a back four. Yeah. And, like, they're good. And dropping Cody and stuff, I like both of those center backs a lot. I yeah. like the fullbacks. Like, I think that, you know, with their early run, I think there's there's picks here. And, you know, we'll obviously get to Neto. That's part of the reason why he's in 20% of teams or whatever, is they have really good opening run. They have one bad game in the first six. So, yeah. I think there's picks there for sure. Who do you like between Eight Nori and and Johnny? I just like have a Eight Nori fetish. I don't know why I like him so much. Maybe because he played so well against Mo, yeah, and you know against Liverpool. But you know Johnny is probably safer when Semedo comes back. Svenny was telling me it's probably going to be like a rotation. I feel like Eight Nori might be the one to lose out on minutes there because he's probably the worst defensively. Um but, you know, I also think that Kilman and Collins are good picks. Like, Collins was... When we talked about Burnley going down, I was like, Collins is, like, the guy that team... That's who team should buy. You yeah. know, like, he's, like, their best center back, and he's, like, 20 or some shit. Yeah. And, you know, Wolves made it happen, and he's just been starting and looking really good in preseason. So I, I like the Collins pick. I like the Kilman pick. Okay. Okay. Um, Anything else in defense? <laughs> That's anything right. else 40 minutes later hey, you know hey you know it's gonna be a long one the forwards at least is going to be short yeah so, but the mids not going to be well, short let's, let's start with netto i mean let's go reverse alphabetizing yeah. oh i love that i love that with we'll snake draft here <laughs> yeah exactly exactly i mean netto mishka said gordon over netto discussion on the next pod please is netto the obvious short term gordon the long term whatever brendo said is netto being the five five sole source of the hype good potential value but to be honest it's like people haven't watched wolves last few years they're bad blah 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 seems like he'll be a two-point merchant am i missing something i mean he is so fucking obvious right yeah he he's is just like very, a very, very obvious obvious good pick which is why he's in 20 percent of teams 
Yeah. I mean, he's either going to be playing out of position 3-5-2 as a striker with Jim or just, you know, winger in the 4-3-3. He's, he's a class player. I mean, we saw him a couple seasons ago. He came in with 13 combo returns in, in 2,500 minutes, 124 fantasy points. I mean, at 5-5, five, five, you know, he's just, he has so much room to, to grow. And he's just a yeah. very, he's just a very good player. Knows, you know, knows how to put the ball in the back of the net. He's really tricky. He's hard to deal with. And, you know, he's just, I think he's just a fantastic player. So yeah, five, five, I think it's, it's very obvious. And we know, you know, we can kind of easily imagine him scoring 10. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And every, every preseason game lately has been four, two, three, one. It's Neto and Gibbs White wings, Potent's at the 10. Like they're just looking good. They're looking good and attacking a lot. And Neto's scoring a lot. You know, form, I do think matters in preseason. It's one of the things that does matter. And when you look at Neto, I mean, he literally ticks every box. He has yeah. really good fixtures. He's quality. He's class. He's form. He's nailed and he's really cheap. Just and don't talk your, and he's fit. Don't talk yourself out of a good pick just because he's 20% owned. He's a really yeah. good pick. Yep. I think like I just think everyone should have him. It's a, yeah. just yeah. Okay. I agree. I mean, I, glad, he's I'm been in my team for a while. Yeah, yeah, and it is again right back to our postseason pod when we're like yes. Neto's, you know, Neto next year is really interesting if he comes in at 5-5 five, five, and that's what he came in at. And then just cuz he's owned by 20% of the teams we're like, well, what's wrong with him? Why why should yeah, we not exactly. own him instead of just like, oh yeah, like he's amazing. So yeah. we should have him and you know, go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But I think the Gordon comp is good. I mean, I, I definitely like Gordon a lot too as a pick. I mean, he's going to be on some set pieces and, you know, he's going to be able to cut in now with Rich gone. I just don't know if he's good. Like yeah. we've talked about, like he might just, he might have just played. He was not ready last year to play 2300 minutes in the league. That's I mean, a fact. he's, that's a fucking fact. That said, you know, it's not like all of a sudden this team like reinforced and got so much better where there's competition for a spot. There is no competition for it's a spot. He's actually the opposite. They yeah, sold the player and of, didn't buy anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I mean, he would have last year, he should have been on loan to Lutonites. Like he should have just been on loan elsewhere, but he wasn't. And he held his own. Yes. He wasn't like blowing the games open or like, holy shit, this is a fucking player, but he was like fine. Yeah. And, you know, He's going to play 3,000 minutes this year, unless if things really dramatically change in this transfer window. But he's going to play 3,000 minutes if he's fit, and he's going to finish up like in the 130-ish point region, which for a 5-5 is just good. You know, yeah. I mean, last year he's got four goals, three assists, just played a bunch of minutes, got 100 points. Like you know, he's he's got some set pieces in his locker. I mean, he's he's going to score a couple more deflected goals. I mean, he's, he's yeah. going to he's going to get some returns. I mean, you don't need to do that much at 5-5 five, five to be yep. a good pick, a good value. I mean, if you return, you know, seven goals, seven assists, like, at 5-5, five, five, that's great. <laughs> yeah, know? it's really and good. I, and I mean, think Gordon is, is a really good option, I think, at, at this price point. He's yeah, just not going to be 200 I think, points. Or anything, I think you know? that the way that it was worded is right. It's the way that I agree with it, too. Neto, I do expect more explosiveness he's a much more explosive player he's much more of a goal scorer he's much better he's better he's just better and he has the early fixtures so we go there you know we're looking for we're looking for a five four five six game week window before we wild card so we're trying to spike the hall so he's just straight up better than gordon in every imaginable way early season i do love gordon as a long-term pick he is very glue guy to me he's whether he's first on your bench every week whether you just start him every week he's just good he's going to be really good value i agree with everything you said i just game week one we don't really know how everton are going to play we don't know if everton are going to be able to score any goals 
You know, I don't consider him or Everton as a team where like I'm going to spike away leads. You know, Everton's going to score three yeah, or something. Just they're, lose yeah, two one. They're just one. not that kind of team. So like, I'm not starting with him, even though I, he's been in a lot of my tinkers, and that's why we are starting with someone like Neto. It's just right. it's that simple. I don't think it's horrendous to just have like both though. No, no. Like depending I, on if you want more premiums, I think a lot of people are trying to jam more premiums in their team. I mean, yeah. The only iffy thing about that is just there's not a lot of places to look if one of them does fail, right? But but that also might not matter because you have Nico on the bench and we have a wild card in game week five and whatever. So yeah, that flexibility is kind of a silly. So yeah, all right. I mean, yeah, I mean with Wolves, I mean he's obviously interesting, and you know Gibbs White is also interesting too. Right? I mean he's yeah. I don't know if Potence. Oh, don't be rude. I think they should have put Potence in at five. I think 5-5 five, five for all these guys makes sense. I mean, they like sort of accurately guess that they're going to all be the attackers in a 4-2-3-1. The real yeah. mispricing is fucking Jim, who's just the biggest joke of all <laughs> no, time. That's no, more know. egregious than the Schmike's pricing, honestly. But these guys are literally all way better picks than Jim, and they're all a million and a half cheaper. And Potence has been at the 10 in preseason. It's the other guys that's wide. And, you know, they. I was thinking about Lodge and, like, you remember he showed those early signs of like being good, but Neto was out for the season. Potence missed months. You know, Gibbs White was on loan. They just sort of like didn't have the personnel to like play attackers. That's why he was playing Adama and they weren't scoring and it was bad. That's like, yeah. that's a good, really good three behind a striker. Yeah. Neto, Potence, yep. and Gibbs and they White. Have two, is they good. have a good pivot as long as, yeah. you know, I mean. They stay fit, yeah. Well, I don't know. Moutinho's a little pat. I don't know if maybe Dendonker's going to play much further, but yeah, I mean, I think Gibbs White is an interesting one to watch, but yeah, it's just Neto scores the goals and, you know, Gibbs White's probably going to be more the supplier. So we'll see. We'll see on that one, but yeah, yeah Wolves could, could score some goals this year and make them actually watchable for the first time I, ever. I expect it. Literally yeah. ever. I expect Since it. they've been up. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So that's, yeah. that's fun. And I had Gibbs White in my game with one team last year. All seven minutes. Shout out to that? MGW. Hey. Um, ben Rama still exists on West Ham. That's it's, true. It's kind of funny. Like, he's 6 0. He scored 140 points last year. He started. They just got the Skamakas, though. Yeah, but he's a striker. Yeah, but it could just push Antonio back and take one of these guys out, maybe. I guess it's possible. I think he's just like a pure nine, though. And like, I don't know if Antonio has any legs left over, but that is certainly possible. But I just was thinking back to last season. Ben Rama, a lot of us had him in Game Week 1 teams. He started Game Week 1 through 14. Just straight up started the first 14 Game Weeks of the season. Got a lot of points. And then, you know, Europe and blah, blah, blah. He started less than half of the games for the rest of the season. It was just not an option. They put him back down at 6-0, where he was last season. You know, they have a decent... Three out of the first four fixtures are decent. He's still good. I Like, I still like him, I test-wise. Eh, just... Just thinking about yeah. him. Interesting. Yeah. Hasn't, I yeah. haven't tinkered with him at all, but it's just funny. He's just... Casually scored 140 points last year, and he's just still six zero. Yeah, nah. Don't you don't know. like him? No, I don't like him. I I just don't like him in this Moyes team. I, I feel like he sort of like played himself out of a job, which you don't like to see. Yeah, it could have been. You that. know, I was. I mean, I was really critical of him last year. I think performance wise, remember that? Um, yeah, I always liked him. Yeah, something about those, I don't know. those guys. Um, yeah. Southampton JWP. We definitely <laughs> talked about him a lot on on post mortem. Talk to me about him. 
Yeah, well, you know, he's he's sort of similar to me thinking of like a Mitrovic type player, right? Where he's six five, he's just going to play every minute he can handle. He's on pens and he's just going to score a handful of goals. But he's a midfielder, just to get some clean sheet points. Which you know, I mean, it's just he has a lot of routes in, and he's he's on every set piece. You know, Mitrovic obviously is not not on the the indirect set pieces, but he's on like to be on both corners, like literally every single both corner. corners, freeze no one, and pens, yeah, and dir- yeah, direct indirect. No player, there's no player in the game like this. Like that, yeah, that was, takes every single, every single one. Erickson, you know, typically, I guess was no, but even last then, year, like you're taking right. half of the corners. Like right, this right, right. is so. I mean, it's just it's something different with him. It's not like talking about Gordon. Like yeah, he's on set pieces. Well, okay, he's on left sided corners of which you could get yeah. maybe three a game. Like yeah, James Ward Prowse on every single one that Southampton gets. So. You know, so he's going to get those five, six, seven, eight assists, like just walking into them based on these underlying things. So, you know, I mean, 150, he's just going to hit 150. And, you know, it's, it's just a good pick. It's the, the thing about him that's tough is, you know, when we start the, the, the season out, we're looking for who's going to be Bowen this year, right? He is not ever going to do that. Like, just doesn't he has have a, the ceiling at all. Yeah. He has a very defined ceiling and that's basically what he's been doing. So, you know, you're not betting on the come here. You're just like hoping he's like Nelson Cruz, like just keep doing it <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> no one know? gets that reference, for a baseball, but I love well, it. baseball yeah. reference there for <laughs> yeah, yeah. eight, eight listeners who understand that. Yeah. But when you look at this player and think about, okay, he's a long-term good pick Spurs, Leicester, Man United, Chelsea, four of the first five is just so bad. Yeah. So that's where I am too. You don't want that. Uh, you know, I, I think you just don't want that. It, it, he's obviously going to score more points than someone like Gordon, but it's like sort of the same thing I was saying from my perspective, where it's like, don't really want him, not going to spike calls early. They're probably going to lose all of these games. And then I'm like, okay, when you, after you use your first wild card, that first long stretch of the season, 12 game weeks, whatever it is until, you know, World Cup, something like that, however, depending how early you wild card, that's, that's more attractive. They have a long run of like pretty decent fixtures. He's going to get some pens. He's going to get some corner assists. He's going to dong some free kicks. Like that's good. You can hold them long term, but like early, I'm trying to spike. I'm looking at fixtures, blah, blah, blah. I don't want them. Yeah. And you'll buy him at six one, you know, cause yeah. he's in 10% yeah. of teams and he, you know, and, this is right. We don't know when the pens come, right? We don't know when yeah, the corner goal comes and that he could get one or two in these hard fixtures, but absolutely, you know, you still don't want to like bet on that, right? You want to just, you know, you just yeah. want, you still want them in the good fixtures, you know, for the couple open play goals he may score and shit like that. So, right. Yeah. You know, just a steady pick that, you know, will tick along, like could start him in tough fixtures because he's on all the set pieces and the pens and shit. But, you know, I think it's just one that, you know, you want to wait on a little bit for these fixtures. So yeah. I mean, it, it, it's like when you look at just the league, you know, he takes six corners a game. Like that's fucking absolutely insane. But then when you look at the actual matches, like, you know, six is the average. It's like, 13 versus Norwich, 12 versus Newcastle, 11 versus Watford, 10 versus Villa, 10 versus Wolves, 9 versus Burnley, 8 versus Everton, blah, blah, blah. The opposite end of the spectrum is 1 versus Liverpool, 1 versus right. Leicester, 2 versus Chelsea, 2 versus City, 2 versus West Ham, 2 versus Chelsea. Yeah. There you so go. That's what we're talking yeah. about. Jay Lings is back. <sighs> I don't... 
<laughs> like what the, some there was some genius meme i forgot who posted it i'll send it to you but he was just like it was like jay lings when like nottingham forest score their like consolation goal on a 4-1 loss and it's just him like doing his dance <laughs> just like fucking dabbing like nice i mean i don't know i'm not interested at all yeah not now and the thing that Could would be. make him more interesting it there's a big unknown for corners with Forrest. I was looking back because Brennan took some, but the majority last season were Garner. Um, Mania guy. Yeah, Garner, Spence, and Zinwinkler, some shit like that, who's also Zinger-Nagel. gone. Zingernagel. Yeah. yeah, whatever the <laughs> fuck his name is. So now we like just don't know. Like Lingard could just take corners from both sides, or Nico could take, and Richards could take, you know, so that, that yeah. would open it up a little bit. But yeah, for now, no fucking chance. Yeah. I mean... I'm interested just to see what happens there. He could be a name that surfaces as the season Absolutely. progresses, but there's, yeah, we gotta, we gotta wait and see. I mean, Cooper just, Cooper does, does historically has shown that he really knows what, to, what he's doing. So see what role he's playing. I mean, he should be playing in a nice attacking role. Yep. Should get all the minutes he can handle. Um, yep. you know, he's going to be a creative hub. So, you know, spring and counter attacks. I mean, we, you know, it's again, right. We saw what he could do in, in West Ham and this could be a somewhat of a similar type of, you know, system, you know, hitting on the counter and shit. And yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Six million is a good, good price. It's, yep. I'm glad they didn't put him in higher. So yeah, he's he's interesting. Yeah, higher would be a non-option. Yeah. What do you think about this fucking the guy on Newcastle is in every team? Gamerash, insane to me. I think he's great. I just oh think God. he's so I good. Just, I agree that he's so good, but I just like for fantasy, I'm just like, how is he a good fantasy pick? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we were, he was another postmortem guy, right? Yeah. We were praying yeah. he'd come in at five or five five and just be overlooked. They didn't overlook him, unfortunately, six zero. But it doesn't mean we should ignore him. Like he's still a bonus god. He looks really good. He's young. He's improving. The team's improving. You know, he's just better than like almost every other player that we're going to talk about in this midfield tier. Like just as a player, like he's just yeah. levels above most of them. But um, I mean, you don't get points for the things he's good at. You get BPS. For the things he's no, gonna, I mean, yeah, that's he, the thing. He, he showed that skill, and we don't know if it's repeatable of like being the late runner in the box scoring and popping up with, with his, good chances. Yeah, the Neil Smith row scoring with yeah, the only shot of the game. It, it might not be skill. repeatable. And the, there's a counterpoint also is that his team is really bad at attacking, and they have bad attacking fixtures. So that's bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like the player. Has not been in a single tinker of mine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, same. I, I'm not considering him yeah i mean their first five their first six fixtures right they obviously have city and liverpool so throw those away but the other ones from an attacking perspective home nfo might be okay maybe but it's going to be a bus and they're a bad attacking team at brighton at wolves home palace those are bad i mean i honestly i i feel like i know they don't do exactly the same things but i feel like he's very similar to like conte <laughs> from like an fpl no, standpoint he's so much he's- more attacking is he? Yeah, he is. He actually is. He's just like I mean. I mean, Conte scored a few goals in his career. Yeah, it's maybe not like he's, he's never Conte scored. like four years ago when he has yeah. like full legs and he's just literally like a box to box machine, you know. But this guy, like you know, Gamerish got like legit shots. He's he's got two shots a game, like yeah, close okay. range, good XG chances. You know, like he got in there. <sighs> Yeah, no, I mean, he did have a couple of, like, tap-ins as, like, the late runner, and, you know, yeah. Conte never did that. But I just feel like from a output standpoint, like... No, I mean, he could finish the season with, like, two goals, and I feel like we would be, yeah, we would be like, what, oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah, like, no, absolutely. I, I mean, I, I totally agree. Yeah, 
I just feel like he has so much helium right now, and I just don't understand. I just yeah, don't get it. I, I like him, but yeah, yeah, again, he hasn't been near my team, so. Okay. Um, and, and then, then I mean, they, Newcastle, though, I mean, also is, I know, like, Hemdog loves fucking talking about the, um, what's his name, the, the long staff versus Willock, like, spot, like, who's going to win that spot in the team. Wow, I but, I mean, Willock, don't love talking about that. I know, but I mean, Willock at 5 million is someone not to completely forget, because yes. he did have that spell a couple yeah. of years ago where he was scoring every game, and he looked amazing. Right. And that could be somewhat more of an attacking spot in the 11. Yeah. So just I mean, something yeah, it to could keep be, an eye on. It could be like Gimaraj and Joe Linton behind Willock. Yeah. And he's yeah. like the free attacking right. midfielder. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that that would be incredible, and he would be a really good pick. So, yeah, that's a good shout. But I mean, um, or it could be, you know, Longstaff, and then it's maybe it is Bruno getting up forward. Yeah, shift, right. Which right. is also, yeah. yeah I think we'll this, the, basically what we're saying, or what I'm saying is, I want to watch Newcastle play like three games to see whose role is what, and then make a reassessment. But right now, I just don't have a read on it at all. And I want to, you know, I want to see it. Right. Yeah, Willock donged a couple in their last game. I don't know. They still have they still have a couple friendlies to go, so yeah. We'll see that too. Um Man United, obviously. Very interesting. Very um, interesting. Sanchez you know, seven five and Rash six five. Yeah. So I mean Frankenstein said I've had Rash in my team for all my tinkers. Do I need professional psychiatric help? <laughs> Or Hazel said, does the price of Rashford automatically make him a better pick than Sancho? If they were both priced the same, who would you go for? I've already checked myself into the psych ward. <laughs> so what do you so, see here? Go ahead. Shouldn't Rashford just be in like every team? Yeah, you could say that. I mean, I think, first of all, we have to look at the fixtures. Home Brighton at Brentham, home Liverpool. Very bad. Very yeah. bad. So, well, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's not great. And we, we are still operating in this, you know, kind of fantastical world of Ron doesn't exist, but Ron very much exists. He showed up today. Yeah. So, you know, I think, you know, we're doing those kind of having that fun free time, but now when the real world is hitting us in the face <laughs> of they're paying this guy a million dollars a week and he sucks ass and he only wants to play on like Real Madrid or whatever the fuck who are like, that's hilarious. You're terrible. You can get into our squad. Yeah. He's going to be at this. He's going to be here. Yep. You know, I mean, he's going to be back at yep. Man United. How much he plays, how he's integrated, what I don't know, but that's a problem. It's you know, a I mean, that's major a big problem. fucking problem because it makes everyone way worse. Yes, it just makes the team and all of the players way, way worse, and that is a fact. So I'm kind of stopped thinking about Man United, yeah. <laughs> honestly, yeah. until like we have more clarity on this situation. Because even if he is playing, if he's playing this four two three one, and Rash is playing, uh, Rash and Sancho on the wings, and you take Tony out and you put Ron in, I don't want Rash. Mm. I do not want Rash at all, even at six five in that spot with that team, because I think they're just going to suck, and Ron's going to take all the shots. So you know, I just want to wait. Yeah, I think that's a. That's a good little summary there. And I think we can just basically ditto the same for Tony. Um, you know, when we get to the forwards, we maybe don't even need to talk about that. You know, they still have another another couple friendlies. Maybe Ron will still go. I mean, it, it is crazy because of the early start this season that there's going to be four game weeks before the window before closes. The window closes. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we might look back and be like, oh, game week 
six, we're all getting fucking Tony and Rash, but we none yeah. of us have them game week one, something like that. But yeah, yeah it's just we just got to keep it in mind. Yeah, we got, and you know, again, it's that's just because I'm like it's too much to think about. But if the team does stay the same way and Ron isn't there, yeah, you know, I mean, Rash, yeah, that six five is good. It's just it's it is hard for me to imagine though those first few games like they're going to really be hauling points because those are tough attacking fixtures. Yeah, Brighton, I feel like you know. Like they they concede goals on the counter, and that's you know if Ron's not there, whatever Rashford like Sancho Brighton, leading the counter like I that. Like I could see that. Fucking, I feel like Potter just they fucking destroy Man United every year. <laughs> I could see that, but I could also see it like two goals on the counter. Could be. Could be. They just high press, so, you know. So I don't know. Yeah, no, and I mean this could just be like they're going to be scoring goals no matter what. I mean six five is obviously priced to buy Sancho at seven five is interesting. You know, it should be probably getting more assists and goals, right? Which we kind of expect yeah. from him. But yeah, I mean, Rash at 6-5, we've talked about, right? Is he in your team? Is he, has he been Not in your team? Not right now, lot? but yeah. I looked, it was more me looking at it in preparation for the pod, just being like, man, a lot yeah. of good I, reasons to have this guy on your team. You know? Yeah, I mean, he used to be 9-5. Like, yeah. Just, he's never been this cheap. So. And again, like form in preseason does matter to me. You know, like yeah. if it's individual it's weird because i feel like we focus a lot during the season on like how's the team playing can the team score goals can the team create chances but in preseason i care way more about how the individual is playing i'm like rashford's yeah. like banging him in great that's like great you know same with sancho same with Martial. love that you know that's yeah. really good going into game with one so yeah yeah i don't know still you know but at right now yeah good pick for sure with yeah. ron gone yeah, yeah. um I don't Jack. think we need to talk about Liverpool. We got to talk about Jack. Uh, Jack. Jack. So, I mean, City are just getting rid of all their players. So, something is happening in the water over there with the jackening, right? I mean, he's is he, good. Is, is he back on the menu? Yeah. Jack? I mean, if he starts Community Shield, I think it's very reasonable to go with him, Game Week One. Hey, That's basically the beginning and end, right? If he doesn't start yeah. Community Shield, no chance. Yeah, probably. Not going near him. I mean, but. this, I expect Jack Holland Foden. Me too. It's Jack's back. Yeah. Jack's yeah, I guess it could menu. be Mara's, but that's what I expect too. And, you know, if that is Community Shield team, that's a really good sign. And, like, I might have Jack in my Game of One team. Absolutely. Yeah, me too. I mean, seeing him assist Holland and Holland, like, jizzing about how much he likes playing with him and how good he is and Pep, I was just like, oh, yeah. It is. They are who we thought they were, like all over again. So, yeah, the Jack yeah, I mean, might be back of, soon. Getting rid of Raz is a big signal there. Yep, I think from the team, from Pep, the the intent there. I mean, th- they didn't buy a hundred million dollar player, you know, last summer for this to not like for them to not like legitimately give him right. I mean, it honestly feel it, everything I said on that last spot about like they don't need Jack's shots now that they have a shot monster. Yeah. It feels like a two year process to me almost. Yeah, they're just yeah. like we're gonna do this for now and win the league, but in the future, like we're gonna outbid everyone for Holland and pay him a billion dollars, and then we just need more creativity for like the post Kev era. Honestly, yeah, you know, and like that's where that comes from to me. Yeah. Yeah, Jack. I mean, it's just all of a sudden, there's just not a lot of men around, you yeah, know? And yeah. I mean, Foden is going to spell Holland some games. I mean, yeah. they just don't have a lot of players anymore to pick from up yep. at the top three spots. So Absolutely. Yep. Okay. 
Then we have uh, Leicester. There's no one on I mean, Liverpool. Uh, I, like, yeah. shout out Carvalho. He looks awesome, but like, uh, yeah. Did you see that Tielemans going to Arsenal? Is it here we go status? I think they're close to here we go. Oh my god! Yeah, that's another big. good pickup. Good pickup for Arsenal. Really they good pickup. Yeah. Here come Barnes, the I mean, Barnes at seven million is still interesting to me. Like, you know, if he's playing. And he can focus on one game a week and stay fit. I mean, he's he has like that Bowen potential. Yes, to he me, has to Bowen hit. potential. Like he has a two hundred point. Absolutely, ceiling. absolutely. So someone, I mean, I'm not starting with he's him. He's also or never played more than like two thousand minutes, and yeah. that's and, holding him back big time. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's an issue, and that is really a big broad the broadening of project yeah, is going to actually settle energy. on. Yeah, if he's going to actually settle there, but it's still you know. Their fixtures are just bad, like their first few fixtures, so it's like, I don't know. Yeah, I had a different take on it, actually. Like, their first three, I actually think home Brentham and home Southampton are both really good. Okay. Like, Brentham are way worse away. You know, I just think that's, like, a pretty good fixture. Like, Leicester are good at home. And then, you know, home Southampton's always a really, really good fixture. Too good, too bad. Yeah, and I'm just looking even just the first three, right? It's like one bad and two good is like sure. nice. And then you maybe yeah, like that's fair. I have Maddo in my current fuck around and like Oh wow. It's basically for that, you know, and then I transfer him out straight up. Yeah. Like just you two fucking, really good fixtures, like cool. You fucking perv. A little perv, little perv. Hey, hey. Pervy boy. KDH, is there anything there? I mean just glue guy in the future, maybe? Nah. Doucheberry. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, leads are kind of interesting. Harley Boy said, talk to me about all things leads. They have great opening run of fixtures to start the season. If one of their mids can emerge as an option, Phillips is a big loss, but I think they reinforce well. Aronson's a pressing monster, blah, blah, blah. Are you willing to punt on anyone? We talked no. about it a little <laughs> bit with Bamford, right? Yeah. I'm not. I mean, I think there are just better options elsewhere. Like, at least right now, knowing nothing, it wouldn't surprise me, you know, for it game week three to end and be like aronson's a great pick right yeah i still basically maintain that at least one of them will be really good value just because of how they play yeah i agree like they're priced as if they're basically a promoted side because that's what their level is in the table but their attack is top 10 (laughs) yeah so it's like a weird imbalance thing where you know it might even be like if you were going to pick one guy for game week one it would be Jack Harrison. <laughs> he just plays what? every preseason game. He scores eight goals in back-to-back seasons. They have a really good run of fixtures. Like that's wasn't the he guy. playing left back the other day? I don't. Is he? I hope not. I think he was because Firpo got. Oh fucked, yeah, Firpo. Right? Oh well. That and would... Dallas is still hurt. I think he played left back in uh, one of the preseason games recently. Yikes. Okay, well that would be cancel bad. that order. But... Yeah, but yeah, I mean that you. I think it is a reasonable punt. It's just like. I just don't have enough places in my squad for these That's guys. <laughs> you That's know, it's thing, like right? we're on Neto, we're on Mo, we're on Holland, we're on an eight million or two eight million mids, we're on Jesus. Like you just run out of actual starting places. Yep. Okay. No, Strew Strew started on left back. Thank God. Oh, even even better. <laughs> yeah, I mean work. that'll I really work out I, well, Jesse. I don't fucking Keep doing care. That. <laughs> yeah. Rodrigo, um, Rodrigo took a pen. You know, it might be him. Yeah, well, Bamford was in, but yeah, I mean, Rodrigo, I'm, I'm still not sure what where he's going to be playing or what's up Yeah, I there. just feel like one of Harrison, Sinistera, Aronson, Rodrigo are going to yeah. be value, and we just don't really know. Yeah, I mean, I, the only thing I think that is safer is just the Bamford 
shout, right? It's but he's safer, but it's just a big investment into a yeah, pond. Yeah, it's a big investment. Yeah. yeah. But you don't want to do. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the, I mean, so I think the Pereira conversation of Fulham, you know, we talked to, talking to Cu- the Cuz last pod. Yeah. Good job by you on the promoted you, fireside, thank by you. the way. Thank you. Do you, do you see him as a starter? Cause I was like looking at him like, is he a starter in fantasy? I think he very reasonably could be. Yeah. I mean, he, he's getting, he keeps getting all these assists from corners, which is nice. The thing is, I mean, early season more than probably what I expect from this team over the course of the season. Fulham is probably a pretty decent investment. Like, I, I just don't think Marco Silva is a good manager at all. And yeah. I think that he will get fired this season and yeah. they it will do something else. Because what he does in sort of a Bielsa kind of way, different stylistically, but same concept of just, he just piles a million people forward and sacrifices everything for defense. I mean, sacrifices everything for attack. And the defense is terrible, but the attack is decent and inflates all their numbers. You know, so they might just like go balls out and concede three plus in half of these games in the first like eight game weeks, but score one or two in all of them too. And then that would be pretty good for him. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I have a hard time with like starting him. I I love him as a bench guy. Obviously he's like in every team and he should be, but I don't know. Is it just corners? Like it might just be corners. And then that's yeah, it's not hard that to know without seeing them in open play. Like, where is he? Like, he might just not leave his half. Yeah, which... and I think back to Marco Silva, and I'm like, you know, he gets the best out of guys like Rich. Gets the best out of the that Icelandic pedophile guy. I forgot his name. They get the, he gets the best out of like Decore. You know, like these. That's kind of the position he's going to play. Like the 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 Gilfie Decore, like box to box, get in late runner mid right for this forward central mid. He got a lot out of them. Like those guys scored legit goals. You know, like they were like good yeah. fantasy picks the year Silva was there. So, yeah, I mean, you could definitely sell me on on Pereira starting in the same way as like Nico. I mean, it's not they don't need to do a ton to be like you're fine just starting them every week. Yeah. Okay. Tough. I think that's a tough one. But the it does. I mean, that's the thing though with with the. The way the prices are this year, it's really different. Interesting is like when you have this four or five guy we're talking about right now, prayer, and you have four on Nico, you have four on Patterson. We're talking about. I mean, you could do some type of like weird rotations with these picks and like you know do a, do a lot else in your in your team. So yeah, it's just it's just it's almost a shame that we only have eleven spots to pick from. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm just Plus like guy. I look at my team and I'm like, okay, I've. I have Pereira and Patterson on my bench every week right now. You know, like that's, they're good picks though. So I don't know. Yeah. It's a weird thing. Weird thing. Yeah. Um, is there anything so to talk about Gray. Palace? I mean, they, the fixtures are so bad and we kind of like don't know who's going to play the Gallagher role. Well, I mean, I think Wilf is still like a steady rock yeah. solid pick, like yeah. sort of similar again, like to Mitro or to yeah. JWP of just like, going to score some pens, you know, we're going to score goals, you know, yeah. should get more than two assists. I mean, yeah, really steady. I mean, he, he doesn't have like a 200 point season in him or anything, no. I don't believe, but you know, yeah, you could, you could probably expect right around 150 and, you know, own him in good spell and good fixture runs, you know, he'll, he, we're good. So yeah. he's a good pick. Yeah. It's just but otherwise, the, the I early think, fixtures are just so bad. Yeah. I think, you know, Olise is still interesting, but it just depends if he's going to play 
Ayu as much as he did last season, or if you know Ayu's going to play the tougher games, Olise. But I mean, if Olise nails himself, I think at five five, he's on some set pieces. He's really good. He's very difficult to contain. Yeah, a lot is a good option. A lot of Palace is priced very favorably, and like wait and see. It's like who's going to play yeah. the Gallagher role because it could be Schlupp, Olise, Raksaki, Essay. Like we don't even fucking know. Like who's going to play right wing? Is it Ayu every game, or is that going to be open? You know so. Kind of yeah, I mean, it looks see, like. Yeah, I mean, to me, it looks like it's going to be Olise Ayu in a strict like one of them every game in the right wing spot, and then it's going to be Zaha left with Mateta yeah, or left. Ben. Yeah. yeah, with Mateta or Benteke playing center forward, and it looks like Not he wants. Edward? No, I don't think he's going to be playing too much. I don't know. Okay. We'll have to see. He has to, he has to play better. And it looks like he wants Eze to be in that you know midfield as the, the Gallagher, eight, you know, the most advanced. Not doing the same things as Gallagher. I think the balance is going to be look very different. No, no one player can kind of do what Gallagher did. But I think the combination of you know having Ducore in there and then having the other player be more of like a little bit closer to a six than an eight is going to be sort of the balance that he's going to look for and want there and, and let really free Eze up to attack a little bit more while still working a little bit harder. So I mean, I think Eze is an interesting name because I expect him to actually be nailed. You know, I don't expect him to be not playing games like really ever subbed, probably subbed off early a lot of times, but I think as a, someone to, to keep an eye on too, because he's going to be on some set pieces as well. Some indirect set pieces and he has really good delivery. Um, and he's really classy, you know, so at five, five, I think he's a name to, and someone to watch, watch closely. Yeah. It's like whichever mid is the, that furthest forward sort of Gallagher ish role of like, you know, arriving in the box, taking shots in the box, taking like two shots a game or whatever could be really good. Cause they're also cheap. So yeah. Yeah. Um, is anyone on Chelsea? I'm mean, not really. Yeah. Um, Brighton, whatever. Fuck them. Yeah. Brentford. I mean, Brent I think Ham. Wissa, yeah. Wissa is interesting. Wissa's five, good. five. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he was, he had a difficult season last year. He was hurt a lot. I mean, he was a big, big purchase for them. They were, I think that was like, they're like, all right, we got him in. So we're going to be good with it. And then he was just like, not available. Yeah. All yeah. year. But at the end of the year, he was fucking amazing. I mean, he scored he seven scored goals every game, basically. Yeah. yeah. He scored seven goals in 1200 minutes is a fucking lot of shit yeah. ton of goals. He was really hot finishing, like way over his XG, yeah. which is a little scary because he was under the year before in Liga. Um, okay. but, but, but the year before in Liga, he played 2,600 minutes, got 10 goals and, you know, four assists, you know, four of them were pens, but, you know, yeah. it's still like good return numbers. He's not going to take pens for Brenham, but yeah, I mean, it seems like he's going to start left wing every game and Buma's going to start right wing every game and Tony's number nine for now until maybe, you know, Lewis Potter gets in there or whatever, but yeah. Unless I mean, they go three at the back. Unless they go three at the back. But lately they haven't been. But yeah, he then he's in big trouble. But yeah. Yeah, I mean he, he they have good fixtures after the first two, you know. Um yeah, I mean uh, another good five five with like high yeah. potential, right? Like he yeah. he's a donger. Like he could score yeah. a few goals in these first seven. Yeah. So I do like that. Um Yeah. Good punt. Yeah, De Silva's a decent five, four five. I saw some people. He's in some people's yeah, teams. Yeah, I have. I've had him as my second four five, but I haven't touched my team in a while. But yeah. yeah, he's he's interesting. I mean, he might actually play a lot, and you know, he was very integral in their promoted season. He had just yeah. he was just injured all year last year. He's he's like played two hundred minutes, so yeah, he's definitely interesting at four five because he, you know, he just like Pereira won't isn't just a DM. I mean, he would be. Right. Right, he's he's he has some creativity in him, so definitely an interesting one. Uh, Bournemouth's fixtures are too bad, even though I I want Billing, I can't have him. Um, <laughs> yeah, Villa 
are pretty interesting. Um, yeah. So Leon Bailey is like Bailey is popping what's going off. on. Yeah. yeah what mean, do you see there? I mean, I love him. You know, he oh, he's shown us a bunch of flashes of how good he can be. Um, the goal and assist numbers from Bundesliga were always very good. Um, way too good to ever be priced at five zero. To be honest, like that pedigree should never be five zero because he's probably the team's best right right winger. The problem is we don't even know if they're going to play with wingers as of right now. Last game they started with two up top and and Coutinho in the hole. <laughs> is that a problem? That's a major problem. Um, okay. You know they still have won their final big like tune up game, and I think that'll tell us a lot about you know sort of the game week one team. They have like a. I forget who it is. It's like Ren or something like that. Um, but yeah, if he starts that game, I mean, he should. It's, it's worth putting him into teams. I mean, he's really a fucking donger. Um, you know, if he 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 will never stay fit, but he's another guy that's fit right now, and he can score goals in bunches. Um, you know, good opening three, really good. I I mean, I like it. I like it a lot. He's playing a ton of preseason minutes. He's donging. And Stevie, after last game, was like, you know, couldn't stop talking about him. I mean, I genuinely, like, when you think back to last season, like, any time he played, he was their best attacker. Yeah. He was, like, their most explosive, fastest, trickiest, dangerous winger by a lot. All all six games or whatever. Yeah, and, like, he would would sub on, like, score a goal, and then come off hurt. And it was ridiculous, but, like... He's just well. That I mean, he did score literally only one goal last year. But yeah. Well, yes, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he has yeah ten goal potential, and he's five yeah, million. I mean, this situation worries me like a lot. I think what I what mean, situation? I, I, just his situation. Oh yeah. Because yeah. you know he wasn't cheap. I mean, coming over from Leverkusen, you know, I mean, he was fab- the fabled one third of Jack. <laughs> 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 but but he, the way that the team is right now with the sheer volume of humans that are there. So many, so many people. He's just a bad game away from just being dropped. Yeah, that's... Yeah. that's And like that paired with the fact that it's starting to worry me that Jared still doesn't have a first 11. <laughs> yeah. Is really sketch. I'm like, by now, dude, you're not new. Yeah. And like, they did yeah. all their business early in the summer. Yeah. Like, you, this is, you knew the team going in, and he's still like, oh, this game we're going to play two up front. This game we're going to play four, three, three. Yeah. Like, worrying. But I mean, again, and there might be a little bit of gamesmanship there. I mean, he yeah, might just totally. keep his, be keeping totally. his cards close to the chest to, to promote like squad. Yeah. You know, f- I mean, fighting. I think it'll be a four, three, three. I think Ings is clearly like the odd man out. Um, you know, in terms of like, is he going to play two up top? Like, I, I doubt it. But, yeah. and Bailey again is like donging in regularly in preseason and Jared's talking him up. And I think, yeah, again, like, I think this, yeah, Stod, Ren, Renee, Ren, like Ren. that's yeah, their, that's, that's their big last friendly before the season starts. Like, I expect Bailey to be right winger in the first half or, you know, whenever the ones play in that game. And if he doesn't come off injured, it's a very like high upside first three game weeks punt. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's high something. I mean, you're, it's, it's either going to crash and burn or it's going to be great. It doesn't seem like there's an in-between. Yeah. There. I mean, it's high risk, potentially high yeah, reward. Yeah. High risk, high reward. I mean, it's still like Buendia. I mean, it's not like there's, there, there are good, I mean, 
he's not going to be playing if Bailey's playing, right? I mean, someone yep. really good is not going to be playing yep. given their squad right now for Bailey to keep his place. And I just, more, I just worry about that. You know, that's the, and I don't love taking that kind of a punt. Like I would, I like punting more when I know the minutes are going to be there than, than the other way around because, you know, sure, we're going to wild card early and, and things like that. But, you know, it doesn't take more than one or two things to go, you know, the bad way instead of the good way in your teams to look at your team and be like, holy shit, my team is a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, and no, this, absolutely. having Bailey is a way for that to happen. I just think the the price of assets this yeah. season is so low yeah. that if he's flanked by like Nico Patterson on your bench, you're not going to be that fucked. Like you're just sure. not going to be that fucked. Like if he yeah, just doesn't fine. start, you can just run Nico out there. Okay. Nico's on a promoted team. They might, but suck. if he doesn't start, he's going to sub on with five though. That's right. the thing. Whatever it is, whatever the bad thing is, yeah. <laughs> cause there's a lot of potential bad things. I just think we're so protected this season with like legit, pretty good. That's fair. Cheap picks that like it's, it that's, is no, the kind of point. punt that I like because again, the upside is ridiculously huge. Like he could just, like have multiple returns in the first three game weeks and all right just... i don't know i still i need to, i need more time to yeah, marinate yeah, on, yeah. on bailey because i don't know i'm not there okay not there okay all right and then last is the rs cast um yeah you i know, mean martinelli is very heavily represented in teams yeah chester said any thoughts on odegaard he's been in almost all my tinkers to followed up thoughts on captain leader legend uh um, yeah, Martinelli's in 13% of teams. He's been in a lot of my tinkers. He's not right now. Where are okay. you on, on them too? Well, I, frankly, there is no world in the world where I can imagine ever <laughs> owning Odegaard ever, like ever. Like, wh- why would you ever want this player at 6'5"? Um, you know, nailed, which pretty, pretty much like no one else's. And, you know, he, he got seven goals, four assists last year. You know, like he, he's young but, as hell. He's getting better. You know, I can, I can, I can make a case. He's, but you're looking around at the other six, five picks. Like, yeah, no, I mean, the, the, it's, it's another, and even leap Martinelli, of faith. Like Martinelli is just better. I know, FPL. but he's super not nailed. It seems like he's super nailing himself though. This preseason. I just, no, again, it's like, it's not that dissimilar to the Villa thing where it's like, yeah, I expect him. Nate expects him to be first choice. And then like, you know, one bad 45 minutes and Smith throws in or Nketiah's in for a two up top. He doesn't start the next game. It's a terrible pick all of a sudden. Um, and it's a problem. Yeah. Whereas Odegaard is just like, obviously nailed and one of their best 11 um i think that one of the like leap of face things with odegaard that's hard to sort of quantify would be like i think of him as a guy that would be really really good on bones just like the way he plays but he had 11 returns and only nine bonus points last season so i'm like missing something i don't i don't know what's happening percentage really bad i i don't know i i feel like i doubt it (laughs) no it's really really high it's like 85 85 percent yeah i don't know and maybe he just doesn't do that many actions like uh, yeah interceptions and all that shit i think part of the thing like the case for odegaard if i was trying to make that case is just like he's keeps getting better yeah. Every year for the last three, he's gotten better. 
and you know that was basically his first full season was last season. So like, he's if again young. he's really young, and if he takes another step forward, just a few more shots, a few more key passes, a few more assists, whatever, then all then of a he sudden, might get the same points as JWP. <laughs> Seriously. No, I know. I hear you. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, we're, that's what, I mean, Martinelli's cheaper. I, you know, is the same kind of thing of, you know, he's gets better every year too. And, you know, he has, you know, 10 and 10 potential, you know, and Odegaard doesn't have that right now. And he's cheaper, you know, and people are talking that he might be on pants. Like I just, within the own, yeah, his own team, I think Odegaard is like the fourth best attacking pick. Yeah. If I were to triple up on Arsenal attack, I would not pick Odegaard. I'm I would pick Saka, Martinelli, and, and Jesus. So I just don't I'm, understand how 10% I'm he's in I'm there. Agreeing. But maybe that's auto pick. But teams, you know, but, again, like, you're being a little harsh. He got 130 yeah, yeah. last year. Like that's yeah. basically a JWP season. You know, minus I, yeah. a pen. You know, and that's his first full season. I still just like watch him last year, and I just don't see it. I see a good IRL player, and I just don't see a good FPL pick. There. No, I, you know, I, just from what his skills are and where he plays yeah. and what his job is. I haven't fucked with him at all. I have yeah. not looked at him at all. But that's the case. Okay, and, you know the case. The, the attack, case has been made. The attack gets better, way better with the addition of Jesus. I think. We yep. can both agree on that. You know, Absolutely. maybe he gets NT Alamans, good, maybe good gets interesting. Six and eleven next season. That would be insane. But but that seems in the realm of possibility to me. Okay. You know, he gets seven and four and like a quite frankly pretty bad attacking team. Yeah. I think he's more like, you know, best case hope for him this year to me is like four and nine or something like that. Four and nine's still pretty good. But that's best case. Best case. I don't think that, you know, I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think his best case is better than that. He somehow scored okay. seven goals last year. I know. And I, that is to me like flabbergasting. Like, I don't know how, I don't know yeah. how he scored seven goals last year. Yeah, but, he was 2.2 over his XG, but he was 2.8 under his XA. Cause yeah, well, shout out to Laka and all Yeah, Laka will do that to you. But I mean, I, I do think that, you know, Martinelli is, you know, is looking like a pretty good pick because it, it does look like he's going to be starting. You know, I think, you know, with Smith, I'm just so worried about him just like in. losing the spot. But yeah, it does yeah, I mean, also I'm seem like he's about, maybe on pens. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm less worried about that than like Bailey or something just because, you know, I'm like a fucking, I love Martinelli. I think he's yeah. just amazing. Like yeah. I don't think that that's realistic to expect him to like lose his job a la Ben Rama. Like right. he's, I just expect him to, yeah, he's just fit. It got a good summer, you know, off, and you know he was battling some fitness concerns, you know, last year yeah. a lot. Right? But he I mean, basically he only... started like once he came in, he started most games. Yeah, and but I mean, in last year, I mean, he was six and seven. He didn't. He was eighteen hundred minutes. That's fucked up. Yeah, I'm. I, I don't know. <laughs> you know. Did he start most games? He only started twenty one. No, games. he was hurt a lot. Yeah. He got hurt, but anyway, yeah. I mean, there's clearly good. There are clearly good picks in this team. In you know, he bracket. played a little. He played a little wing back. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. He, he ended the season like starting half the games. <laughs> yeah, that's really uh, worrying to me. You know? I, yeah, to me, I think that was more fitness related than than anything. And I, I don't yeah. know. It's just, I don't know. It's just a lot of. They're also making a lot of additions. It's like the yeah. opposite is the city problem, right? They have yeah. Vieira, they have Marquinhos, they have Jesus. They're getting Telemans to probably play like another eight. You know, so all of a sudden they're four three three probably, yeah. not four two three one, and it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I could, just, I'm just very worried about that. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, and they have a lot more games this year, so you know, I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, I mean, it's good, but we're gonna have to wait and see how Arteta manages the squad when they have their right. and shit. So, right. All right, let's all go. Right, forward. We're fucking an hour and a half oh, in. No big deal. God. There's not that many right. forwards. There's not that many forwards. Okay, are we doing seven five? Uh, seven and under. Oh yeah, we did Bamford last time. Genius. 
All right. Who do you want to talk well, about? Well, Tony Gloves, I think we can just kind of skip. We Basically all the same points as Rashford, right? I mean, I love the player, amazing finisher, great at like 1v1s and that kind of shit. But if Ron is there, he's actually should be 4-5 because he's not a player in the game. So <laughs> that's bad for him. Um, do you want to talk about Mitro? It sounds like he's kind of like on your mind a little bit. You threw out a, several I, Mitro Yeah, I know. I just, I think that he's just like that epitome of that player of just like the teams, whatever, like the fixtures, like kind of, you know, he could still get pens and whatever, but like, he's just going to play minutes. So you just kind of put him in and don't, don't think too much about it. No, I mean, I think that he's a really good pick, but he's a really bad game. Like one pick. I think, you know, you want to wait for this, Same. these bunch of tough fixtures to elapse, you know, Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs, Chelsea in the first seven game weeks, even Brighton Wolves, like they're not really any like bankers. Yeah, either, but you know. once game week eight hits, you know, when he's down to, you know, 6.3, 6.2 price, you know, he's going to get his points. Um, yep. Yeah. I, I mean, if they had, if they had better opening fixtures, I think he'd be in like a ton of teams. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a tweet that was like, if Mitro's price came out before the fixtures, he would have been in 50% of the teams. Yeah. I think it was like general or something like that. And I was like, yeah, I completely agree. Um, yeah. I mean, he, he, he's another guy you wildcard into. And you yeah. just hold them for that stretch of 10 plus game weeks. And then you go from there. Yeah. I mean, Jim, we kind of touched on, it's just unfortunate he's that he's priceless high. Yeah. Um, given that they do have some good early fixtures. What do you think about uh, the other Tony non-gloved version? The <laughs> non-gloved Tony. Yeah. <laughs> the dreaded Tony. Um, yeah. I mean, pretty good. Like I, I'm not, I'm not very excited about them because I don't feel like they really, take advantage of good fixtures. They're not that type of team to me. So like, while they're all green on the FPL page, that's cool. And it's better than red. I'm still not like, yeah, they're going to blow some of these teams away. Tony's going to like double return in these games. I just think he's more, that's just like not the style of team and player that he is. I just think like he's going to be pretty solid and tick like basically the same as last year's. Like that's just who he is and who they are. And he yeah. kind of needs pens to bolster that. Well, he, he not he definitely needs pens. Yeah. I mean, he scored seven goals last season. Yeah, so I, goals. for now, I'm not like in that mode of like, yeah, set and forget Tony or something like that. But I think that's how he should be treated if he's in anyone's team, right? Not less of like a, this for the first five game weeks. I love Tony's upside more of a like, yeah. I'm going to hold Tony for 15 game weeks. Yeah. I mean, he's just a more expensive Mitrovic to me. Like what's who's just a more expensive Solanke? Exactly. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I mean we both love Solanke, not for game week one at all. So yeah. you don't need to talk about him. I don't think we need to talk about I mean this is like the worst price it's region really of players it's in the really, game maybe. yeah let's let's just say who should we talk about <laughs> is maybe well, the better th- way to yeah, talk about this. I think DACA is somewhat interesting at six million. You know, just to, I think you can imagine a scenario that shakes out where it's like he's good in FPL. He's so, but we just aren't there right now. I mean, Vardy could always get injured. He's old. Like things could happen over there where DACA kind of becomes a pick at six million. But I mean, there's really, I think it's really bleak. I mean, we, you know, we've kind of talked on, touched on the few names already. I don't, I I don't see much more. It's just weird that, like, it seems like this season all the good teams have good fixtures, therefore all the bad teams have bad fixtures. Yeah. 
So or like no. all of these promoted guys, like yeah, we could talk about like Brennan Johnson, like maybe he's on pens and corners, but like no one's getting fucking Brennan Johnson. They've at Newcastle, home West Ham, at Everton, home Spurs, at City. It's like really bad. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I also don't see that much here. I mean, like probably the best is like a Villa guy for those first three. Like yeah. if you, you know, Ollie's just out of this price range, but like I like him that much more than these guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's 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 just not a lot here. I think, you know, we'll talk more about these players when they come up, if and when they appear, but for game week 1, I don't think we really need to spend yeah, much time I on it. I agree. I think there's a lot of good glue guy, long-term guys, but yeah, game week 1 yeah. not so much. Pratik okay. said, who's the best 4-5 option in the first few games? Who has the most who's more likely to get minutes between Greenwood and Archer? Do you have any feelings on that? I would guess Greenwood because just because he did play like somewhat considerably last season. I mean, he played a few games. I mean, Archer, I don't even expect him to stay at Villa. Is he going to not, is he not going to go out on loan somewhere? I mean, how the fuck is he going to get minutes? The thing that I will say about Archer that I can't say about any of the other four fives is that I actually rate him. Like the little bits I've seen of him, I think he's actually really good. And That's like, fair. there's a non-zero chance that like Ings is just terrible and Ali can't score. And like, <laughs> you know, at some point in the world, they need Archer for, for actually goal scoring. But, okay. um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not close enough to Villa to know like what their plans are with some me, of these younger me players. Neither. I would, my I, gut just looking at the squad is he's going to go on loan. Yeah. I mean, that, that seems reasonable. Okay. But yeah, I don't really feel strongly about any of these four fives. They're all probably not going to play. That's why they're four five. So yeah. Um. Wow. Okay. We didn't do that bad on time because forwards took five minutes. Yeah, that is good. That, <laughs> that is huge. I'm worried. sweating a yeah, lot. Yeah, I'm sweating too. It's hot. Yeah, I had to shut my AC off for sound quality. Oh my god. Um. Let me <laughs> let me slap some asses. New Patreon signups. Good job by you, Josh Maitland, Niles Oaks, Daniel Oren, Arneson, FPL Overthinker, Logan Whaley, Svet Svetsilov, Orgrid. Orgrizovich and Prati Exparsh Samanataras. Yes, get in there, baby. Welcome. <sighs> oh my god, dude. Any last it's words? It's like a relief to finish these preseason. It is a huge relief. It's like not normal chill vibes. It's like we have work to we do. We have work to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which We're is clocking. Not how normally the pod is like. Yeah, you know? it's not. It's not. Yeah. The gaming one, the Monday pod and the Thursday pod are going to be we fucking can relax. vibes. Vibes yeah. FC on <laughs> those pods. It's like, uh, like, we can't talk about Jack for too long. So yeah, yeah, all this yeah, other exactly. work we have to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Monday we can talk exactly. about Jack in hours. Yep, yep. Alright, bro. Any last words? All right. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow, dude. Check us out at fmlpl.com. Follow us on Twitter at fmlpl.com. Patreon.com slash fmlpl.com. Subscribe.